Are you feeling left out? Earlier tonight, I was asked if I ever felt left out. And I answered with, not since I realized that God is actually all I need. But the question was, do I feel left out, not only by people, but situations or things? The thing is, is that we all feel left out from time to time, I think. Either by people, which could be family, friends, or relationships, or jobs, including promotions, or being overworked. Maybe in teams, in sports, in your church groups, etc. There's many, many things that we can be left out of. But I think it's important to remember that everything happens for a reason. There are times when I, myself, have sat and watched other people gain while I felt all I was doing was losing. They were getting married, getting new and more exciting jobs, buying houses, cars, moving to their dream destinations. I'm watching all of these things happen and it actually made me a little jealous. I hate to even admit that, but it's true. But the Bible plainly says... Do not covet, which means don't wish for something someone else has. In the literal definition of thou shalt not covet, it means that we should banish our desires for whatever does not belong to us. Never having enough money is regarded as a symptom of the love of money. Obedience to the Tenth Commandment requires that envy be banished from the human heart. So I had to do a whole lot of praying and a whole lot of asking for forgiveness because I was starting to feel jealous over those things. And I've watched many people go before me, getting everything that they desire. And I was, I was truly jealous. But I've also watched a lot of people fall. I've seen failed marriages, losses of the jobs that they thought they just couldn't live without, you name it. But I feel like if you wait on God's timing, you cannot fail. You might have setbacks or things like that, but failing's not an option when you let God have total control of the situation. So... Maybe things don't always go the way they hope we hope they will. And if this is the case, we need to stop and ask ourselves, did I do this or did God do this? If he isn't in it, it will always be a mess of something. But I feel like if we give him complete and total control, then there's no failure. Sometimes we fall down. Sometimes things don't go that well. Sometimes, you know, you try and try and try again. And they, you know, things just don't work out the way that we hoped. But every time that you get back up and you keep trying and you keep praying for God's guidance, you haven't failed. It's just trial and error. And with all that being said... I want you guys to take note that just because God has his hands in it doesn't mean it will always turn out perfectly. 
but I do want to explain that. There are situations in our lives that we ask for guidance. God lead me. God show me the way. And even still, things will become not what we had hoped or prayed for, but what God had in mind. We need to remember that God isn't in the business of granting wishes. He's in the business of answering prayers. So there are going to be times when the prayer we pray has no answer. Or the answer actually may be a no. If we go beyond God's answer, it is going to turn into a mess. We need to let Him take 100% control. So when I say that if God's hands are in it, it can still be a mess, what I mean is, is if God's hands are in it, but you're still trying to hang on to some of that too, it will turn out to be a mess. 100% control is what God wants in order to make all of our heart's desires come true. The messed up thing is, is that the devil comes in all forms. Doubt, insecurity, all those things. He will do everything he can to distract you and make you feel as though your desires don't matter. Like God's not listening. He will make you feel alone. And, well, I mean, he's going to make you feel left out. He uses these tools as a distraction to keep your focus off of God and to make you keep questioning, why is God not answering my prayers? Why are all these people in front of me succeeding and getting everything that they want and need and I'm back here stuck in the same place I was two years ago, three years ago, six months ago? I'm not moving forward. I feel like I'm stopped. Well, if you're stopped, it's because God needs you to reflect. He needs you to start praying. He needs you to put Him at the center. And then He will plunge you forward. In the book of Romans, in chapter 8, verse 28, the Bible says, We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to His purpose. So, God does actually have a plan. And He has a purpose for each one of us. And He does know the desires of our hearts. He's just asking that we remain faithful. He needs us to trust Him and allow Him to do what He knows is best for you. If you're trying to push it, He's going to try to stop you. So, take this to heart, okay? Psalms 37, verse 4. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. This is a promise from God. It's not just some willy-nilly little speech about how this is his intention God has made about a zillion promises in the Bible. But we have to trust Him with our hearts and our wants, as well as our needs, in order for those promises to come through. If we're doubting Him at all, it's going to cause us a lot more problems. 
I know that sometimes we feel stuck. I know that sometimes we feel like maybe we're going backwards. But we're not. You know, we're, we're right exactly, we're exactly where God wants us to be. Nobody sets out to fail. Nobody sets out to mess things up, fall on their faces. But at least when we go through those things, it's teaching us what not to do so that we can see what God is saying to do. I mean, look at Thomas Edison. They say that he failed and tried 700, 2,000 times, 6,000 times. No matter how many attempts he made, the number is outrageous. But he never gave up. He was actually reported to have said, in all his efforts, he never failed. Not once. He just had to go through many, many steps to get it right. It takes that kind of determination if you're going to do anything that's worth it. It's all a plan. It's all in God's timing. We just need to believe and trust. Dear awesome Father God, thank you for the promises that you've made to us. Thank you for always fulfilling those promises so that we have something to look forward to when our heart's desires are answered. God, there are so many times when I just want to pray for patience because I get tired of waiting and I get discouraged watching everyone around me winning when I seem to be falling further behind. But I know that asking for patience is just a problem waiting to happen. So I will practice patience on my own and I will wait and I will be obedient. I pray tonight that you will help us remember That when we see others succeeding, when we aren't, it's not because you don't want us to have all we need and all we want. It's because your timing is the best timing. Help us to not be selfish. Help us to look at those people that are succeeding and congratulate them, pat them on the back. And tell them job well done. Thank you so much for watching over us always. And thank you so much for forgiving us whenever we fail you. And I pray these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen.